Welcome into another edition of the Varsity Podcast. Justin Barney, Sponge Franklin coming to you with our final football breakdown of the season. And then we head into winter break and hopefully everybody has a great Christmas holiday, uh, great holiday stretch, great new year and all of that. So a little different today. We're going to we decided we're going to break down our top 12 players of the area. So we're not talking games or anything this week, area games. Although Ware County did win a state championship last week, Sponge. How about that? 14-0. The Gators, big win yeah, over Warner Robins. Dominated. They dominated, dominated that game. 38-13. to First state championship in Ware County history. And Jason Strickland and company. Nico Smith, quarterback yeah, from, uh, from, from our area. and uh, he. He, down there, right? Yeah, he had a, a great game for Ware County, and that defense just phenomenal. Warner Robins had won three in a row, excuse me, two in a row, and we're going for a three-peat and did not get that done. Ware County, I think, and, and I read it online and even heard it on a Georgia Public Broadcasting, great, great actual television product that they had of those state championship games up in Georgia. Peach State does so many things right, and uh, that was a great, great thing, but they may have been the best team in all of Georgia this yeah, year, which sure. is no, they, they fantastic. They dominated. They played good yeah, offensively, defensively. Quarterback play was great. Like the guy, the player of the game was Jarvis Hayes, that receiver. He tore it up. They couldn't cover him. And they, yeah, they kind of dominated the whole season from start to finish. Great, great effort from the Gators up there. 14 0 had a chance to go up there uh, before their championship game. And just you could feel it around town. You saw it in practice and just a really cool vibe. For the whole city of Waycross to uh, to have a state champion there after three previous misses, fourteen and zero state champion, Class Five A, Where County Gators. Congrats to Jason Strickland and all of the Gators up there. Only area state champion That's for us this crazy, year. Man. That's crazy. So um, before we uh, dive into our top players, you know we had the the smaller the the rural. We had the suburban championships last weekend. Excuse me, um, some of those last weekend and. You know, not not exactly what we picked. Sponge, Shaman Hamadana, of course, 48-14. Uh, Hawthorne, how about CI, Cornelius Ingram, yeah. his first title, 13-2 over Northview out of Bratt. Um, Coco, 38-31 in OT over Florida High. We thought that one was coming, uh, but great one for Ryan Schneider and company there in Tiger Country. Naples First Baptist. Beat our, our friends from Ocala, Trinity Catholic, 21-3. Sponge, any yeah. of those surprise you? Yeah, that, I mean, that was the only one that I kind of had no clue about what NFA was about, mm-hmm. if they were any good. Didn't follow them, obviously, all year. We kind of rolled with our closest yeah. uh, friends from o- Ocala Trinity with uh, you know Coach Brantley and those guys. So I was kind of surprised they only you know, were able to muster up a field goal. You know, figured they would be able to score a little bit of points. But the other games went according to what we thought was going to happen, I I think the best game probably of the weekend was the the Coco game. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, Florida High came to play, and that was a just seeing some of the stuff online. You know, the game being in Tallahassee, so that's a local team, so it was packed out. And obviously, Coco traveled pretty well. They travel for state championship games, so that the atmosphere was great in Tallahassee, and that was that was a really good game. It came all the way to the end, went to overtime. It was it was just a good ball game. Great game for. For those guys out there. And then Hawthorne, somewhat a regional team for us. They beat yeah. uh, Northview, Cornelius Ingram, and the Hornets. They'd been there three times in a row and had not gotten it done. Madison County last year knocked them off in an epic 13-12 slugfest there. Uh, but CI and the Hornets get it done this year with the over the victory. I was hoping it would be Hawthorne Union County. Turned out it wasn't that, but again, 
Um, great win for Hawthorne and Cornelius Ingram really restored some pride in the Hornets program. They finally got a state championship. The big ones this weekend, Apopka, Miami Columbus, Homestead, St. Thomas Aquinas, Plantation American Heritage, Miami Central. I mean, that's an epic game. And then Venice, Lakeland, and then Daytona Mainland, Lake Wales. We talked about them a little bit last week, but still like the picks from last week on those games? Yeah, yeah I think we're we basically we're all the same except for that Lakeland game. So. Yeah. I still like all those teams going into this weekend, and hopefully they won't be one-sided affairs, and you know, hopefully you'll get some good games in there. Man, that Central Heritage game is yeah. a monster. And Homestead Aquinas, I mean, I think the, the traditional powers are going to win this game, but, yeah. I mean, Miami Central, you got Miami Central in that game. Daytona Beach Mainland, can they get past that Lake Wales defense? I don't no, know. They, no, I, Lake Wales is legit <laughs> after that Columbia, Columbia I, I looked at when we're talking about, you know, breaking down you know, our top players here in the area. And, you know, I looked at – I was looking at the defensive uh, stats and, you know, Grayson's obviously the leader in the state in tackles. And I slid down like five spots and I looked and basically Lake Wales has two guys who are sitting at like five and six. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the the they, tackle for loss. Yeah. One guy's got 50 some yeah. odd tackles for loss. Yeah, their ridiculous. Defense, their defense is playing crazy. And, you know, it, it obviously showed when they played Lake City because they dominated them, who we thought Lake City had a decent offense mm-hmm. and, you know – Going into that game, we're like, okay, who has Lake Wales played? Are they any good? You know, I'm going to roll with the the Columbia boys, and you know that, that Lake Wales team is pretty legit. They so. they <laughs> proved it for sure. So uh, that's the game talk, and we can update you on those state championship games in our next edition of Varsity as we kind of um, after the holidays kind of dissect this season and coaching changes and look at everything as a whole. But right now, we're going to look at something a little different. We're going to break down our top 12 players. So Sponge and I didn't consult on this. Um, we just kind of said, hey, we're going to pick our best 12 players. We'll have some overlap, um, and we'll give you a little bit of an idea of why we, we chose those players. So, Sponge, I, th- I think some of these guys will have the same. Um, I- I'm, I'm going an alphabetical list on mine, but uh, my first guy is linebacker, Trinity Christian Cameron Anderson. Um, Killer Cam has yeah, had a great Cam. season. He's only a junior. Every Trinity game I saw, he was all over the field. Totally. He makes plays. You know, he, he thrives in that style of defense that Trinity's uh, lived on, that middle linebacker can be a complete dominating force. You know, we've had those guys over the past going all the way back to Andre Smith, Mm -hmm. Dick Alexander, you know, those guys were just wrecking ball guys. And he fits that mold. I mean, he totally fits it perfect and he plays it just like those guys did. You know, we love the blitz, the Mike linebacker. He plays sideline to sideline. He can get, you know, up and down the field, just a tackling machine. He can he can even pick the ball off and you know he can catch it in space you know covering guys so like I love Cam he's also on my list too he's just so a beast he had 142 tackles six and a half sacks two interceptions I remember being at a Trinity game this year and I had uh, a guy I didn't know asked me if Cam was the best player at Trinity I had saw from a defensive standpoint I said no but he he's had some guys before that guys you mentioned Andre Smith and Victor Alexander Victor was my defensive player of the year. <laughs> Uh, when I worked at another um, local company. So uh, he does remind me of that guy, cutting that mold, just that aggressive sideline-to-sideline guy can blitz and and bring people down and just a great player. So we're unanimous on on Cam as being one of our guys. Definitely a top player in the area for sure. Okay, let's uh, let's hear you throwing out, Sponge. Obviously, you know, the headliner on defense would have to be Grayson. You know, he's led the state in tackles. He's a machine for that Jackson defense. He was like the engine, the quarterback. You know, he ran it. You know, just that defense alone, he was the guy in the middle, the stalwart that just tore it up. His stats were absolutely crazy to have 188 tackles 
and then he ended up with five sacks as well. You know, so I just – I love his game. I love his physicality. He can get sideline to sideline. He can cover. He can do it all. Yeah, I like Grayson Howard. He is also on my list. So, okay, we've got we've got two of our guys we've thrown out. We both had them uh, on this on our on our top twelve. My next guy is running back Lathan Biddle from Bartram Trail, a junior, couple dozen touchdowns, and just a uh, just a slamming up the middle kind of guy. Um, Twenty five total touchdowns. He had a receiving touchdown. Uh, Fifteen fifty five all purpose yards. Really kind of as he went, the Bartram Trail offense went. Totally. He's another guy on my list as well. A guy who can, like you say, he became their kind of wrecking ball, like a guy who can just give it to him. He can take it right out of the middle and straight out the shoot be out of there. And he, he had when he anytime you score double digit twenty plus touchdowns, you know, that's that means you're a major counterpart to that offense. And basically I think his production and his when he started elevating his game that's when the Bartram offense kind of started evolving into that high-powered, score more points, helped Riley out at the quarterback spot. He was able to hit you know, guys open field because people were worried about the running game. So definitely a, a major factor at the running back spot, and he's okay. definitely on my list as well. Okay, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're, like, <laughs> we're, we're three for three so far. Okay, Sponge, throw out your next guy. All right, let's see. Uh, who am I going to throw out? We sh- we'll switch it up and go uh, receiver. I love my guy Corey Scott out of Episcopal. Um, he play, he's been – no pun, he's been playing seven-on-seven seven with us for two years. But he's – when you talk about production at the receiver spot, he's been pretty steady Eddie. I mean, he doesn't play for – you know, Episcopal is Episcopal. It's not like a big-time mm-hmm. – they're not big-time program, like, you know, like where they win, you know, deep in playoff runs and all that stuff. But he had 1,000-plus yards on, on the year for receiving, 10 touchdowns. Um, I, you know what you get from him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to get open. He's going to catch the ball. And you can put him in any offense, and he's going to be a playmaker for you. And, you know, Corey Scott, again, not at a traditional football power that you think about, but we do annual um, preseason player surveys, and we ask players who their top offensive, top defensive player were. And Corey was in the conversation when we polled those players back in August. So he is definitely a known entity around the area. He is a a game changer, and I think had he played it, yeah, Trinity of Bowls or something, you would have seen – more and more from you would have heard his name more from for sure, for sure. from that. Um, I'm throwing out my next guy, uh, defensive guy, defensive end, Torin Brazell from Bradford. Um, and you know we talked about Bradford time and again on the podcast, but just what they did, the turnaround under Coach Jamie Rogers. Um, defensively, he received received several Defensive Player of the Year nomination votes from uh, coaches in our area. 68 tackles. 25 tackle for loss, good season for him, eight sacks, and just an all-around good defensive player. So, Torn Brazil. Yeah, he's a baller. He he's is a, a – he's, a, he's a, Like I say, anytime, anytime you get double-digit tackles for loss and, you know, multiple sacks, you know, you're causing havoc on that defense. So and we like, know what Bradford's it, defense it, was it, about. Exactly. They had, you know, 100 shutouts this year and didn't allow any, many points all, all season, and they basically – that was what carried them through the season, through the year, and he was a major counterpart in that in that uh, that defense. So I like him as a player as well. He wasn't on my list, but he's definitely a baller. Okay, let's all right. That's that's three for me. Let's uh, let's hear your third throw out there, Sponge. You know, I got to put my boy Sharif Denson on the on the list. You know, major stats, not really, because guess what? He only had two picks because teams aren't going to throw mm-hmm. at him. So if you're going to look around the city and say, you know, who the best DB is, it's not always the guy who gets the most interceptions. Um, he definitely uh, causes you know teams to go away from him. So 
that, that side of the field is locked down, and he's definitely you know major player. I would have loved to have seen him maybe get in on the action more on offense, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit, a little wrinkle here and there, a little special teams, you know, some kick and punt returns, but just never really uh, – just always a defensive lockdown guy, and Sharif has been that since he's been there. Yeah, and I've I've got him on my list as well. He's my next guy up in the the lineup, and he's also a guy who received a couple defensive player of the year nominations from area coaches. And we met with Sharif before the year, you know, talked to him about the season, about the Florida commitment, and he said he wanted to be more involved this year. Um, he felt like he was a, a, you know, you're going to Florida. You want to have a little bit more responsibility. Yeah. You want you want to be uh, step up the pace. You want teams to know that you're there. You want your team to know that you can uh, they can hitch the wagon to you, mm-hmm. so to speak, and perform. And Sharif, this year again, you, you look at his stats; are not overwhelming. You say, "What's this? Get two picks? That's not." Mm-hmm. We have another guy on this list that's that got eight picks this year. Yeah. And you look at Sharif, and but he, him this year was. Far more substantial contribution-wise than he's done anything else in his three years. He was a prowler in the backfield. I mean, he blocked punts, blocked field goal attempts. He is a dominant player, and he wanted to make a statement this year, and I think Sharif Denson certainly made that statement this year. I I had him on my list as well. My next guy, um, I'm going to go to the offensive side of the ball, a Yuley receiver, Zachary Drawdy. Great season for him. And, yeah, well, Jack Drowdy, what, what, there were better players. He is a baller. Dude, Had a great quarterback in Chris Turner yep. getting him the ball. Yep. 76 catches, 925, eight touchdowns, over 1,000 all-purpose yards. Great year for Zach Drowdy. Yeah, he's on my list as well. I love him. I, you know, I, I first saw him two years ago. He came out and did some seven-on-seven with us last year. And just when you see him, you're like, man, this kid is physically put together. He's he's tall he's long he's he's strong he's physical he goes up and gets the ball well he's just he's he's one of those complete style receivers uh fast and i love his game and he's he's all over the field you know just his physical presence like i say if you don't if you you know when you see receivers sometimes you're like okay he looks like a receiver no this kid looks big and physical like he's about to moss you and he did that all season over a thousand yards you know, multiple touchdowns, and he's definitely a, a player. Like you say, when you put together some of these lists, sometimes you're like, all right, these are the type of guys who I, who do I want on my team, you know, if I've got player A at quarterback, and, you know, he's not at Yuli, and, you know, you put him in some of these other offenses, like a Corey Scott. You put a Corey Scott and a Zach Drowdy in with Tremel Jones mm-hmm. or Colin, you know, you're like, what, are the, what is this uh, lineup going to look like? Right. So, I think uh, he, he's definitely uh, one of the best receivers in our area for sure. Yeah, I like him. I have him on my top 12. And uh, Chris Turner, again, at Yuley, um, a great quarterback to get him the ball. So Zach is a senior, and he had a great season for the Hornets. All right, Sponge, your turn. Next guy up who was just statistically crazy numbers this year kind of came out of nowhere, in my opinion, TJ Lane out of Middleburg. You know, everybody was talking about Mike Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he got injured and just, you know, wasn't able to go. Um, T.J. Lane kind of came out of nowhere, 1,900 yards rushing, you know, 18 TDs. He was just a monster on the ground. When you watch his tape, you can see he can go, and he hits those holes like lightning. And just – I love his game. I hadn't really – like I said, I didn't didn't go to any Middleburg games this year. You know, I knew they, they struggled in the, out the gate early, and then they kind of got things rolling, and I think he was definitely a mm-hmm. part of them getting their wins on the board and getting, you know, getting back to – to them doing better offensively, they found something in T.J. Lane. And they found it last year with Mike Mitchell. He was banged up this year. 
TJ really stepped into that void and and helped Middleburg right that ship. I like the pick. I didn't have him on my top 12, but I do like that pick. He was one of the the bubble guys for me. My next guy, as we're getting to the middle of this list, Orel Gray, to me, I thought was the best player in the area this year. I know we both got him on the list. And just a – I don't know what you can even say about Orel Gray. He was absolutely – the dagger. Heisman. <laughs> yeah, he was absolutely – he provided the dagger of, of so many games this year. 2,064 rushing yards, 8.7 a tote. I mean, 24 touchdowns on the ground, right? I mean, four picks as a defensive back, uh, 21 tackles, 3,156 all-purpose yards. Um, I mean, what else can you say about yeah. him? Yeah, no, he, he did it all. That's what I'm saying. When you can count on a guy to, you know – when you give a guy the ball, you say, "Go score." He he's one of those type of guys. You're like, if you if you're down in a game, you're like, "Man, we just got to get Orrell the ball somehow, some way. He's gonna make something happen, whether it's through the air, on the ground. Just get him the rock in space, and let him go." And then just the flip side of that for him to basically probably be able to go over and guard your best receiver, mm-hmm. he could do that. And then for him to be able to create turnovers and take them for touchdowns, you know, all that, and then. Kickoff return, punt return. He basically sets up a short field, sets up a good field position for you. So he does it all, man. I mean, he's just he's a special player, and he's been he's been that really yeah, his he whole has. career. I mean, he's always been that just that wild card athlete that can do it all. So I'll be looking forward to seeing where he ends up taking that next step. He's surprisingly, you know, he's not got the major love mm-hmm. from colleges. You know, I don't know, I don't know what what the hangup is or what, but. He's going to go somewhere and make some college coach a very happy guy. Yeah, I love Orrell Gray and have watched him for years. And uh, he is just, to me, was was head and shoulders the all-around best player in the area this year. All right, Sponge, throw your next one out. We'll, we'll give the offensive lineman some love. You know, Big Rod Kearney, he's, he's uh, one of the highest-rated offensive linemen and, uh, you know, in the area. You know, the O-line never gets a lot of love. You know, he had – what, 17-plus pancakes on the year. You know, the, he's just the stalwart, the guy who, you know, controls that offensive line, the anchor, you know, and he's he did a, a good job all season. And, you know, i got to give Rod Kearney some love. Yep. He's a Gator commit now. So, he played well all year. You know, it's just – it's hard to evaluate and grade offensive linemen. But if he's – When if you, you saw if, Rod, if, you, yeah, you exactly, saw him. You knew. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like knew. Zach. You, you walk in, the all-airport all team, you're walking through, it like, okay, mm-hmm. this guy's legit. He's I want him on my team. And, you know, if you're starting a team in, in the area and you wanted to have a first-round pick, you know, you, you got to have a guy to, you know, block for your quarterback. He's the guy. Him. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the guy he's I'm taking. He's definitely the guy I'm taking. So, yeah, yeah he is, He's on my list as well. And, um, you know, people who – I saw something online. They – uh, some somebody did a an all area team and had Rod as like a second team offensive. Yeah. Type. I mean, who are the yeah. who are the guys that you're putting over that? I mean, he he is. If you've never seen Rod Kearney, he looks like a man among boys out there. My turn to throw out um, another guy. You know, we talk at like an atypical recruit at a at a school that we don't see these recruits from. Jordan Hall, defensive lineman. Absolutely a monster. I remember I was talking to Marty Lee after the season, and I said, "Who was one of? Who were some of the best players you've seen this year?" And he said, "Boy, big baby from West Side, <laughs> that guy is legit. Yeah, he never stopped." And I've seen Jordan Hall for uh, for a few years now, but I remember seeing him last year, and West Side struggled. Yeah, but he was just a high motor guy who never took his foot off the gas and. Um, his nickname is Big Baby, and he is 
about as funny of a kid yeah, as you very can. Very charismatic guy. Um, yeah, very charismatic. And his numbers were very good this year. 106 tackles, nine sacks. Uh, just a high motor guy. Totally. I love. He's on my list. I, I love his game. I love his personality. I love just him as the kid. He's just fun. You know. Yeah, he goes to Westside. Westside's been bad for mm-hmm. many years. That's my alma mater. We've just never been good. We can't get over the hump. But uh, he has definitely. He was definitely the the face the last two years. And obviously in the recruiting world, when you got anybody and everybody coming at you, coming to your school, you know that that gives a little bit of uh, you know pride about yourself that like you know you were found at Westside. You know he could easily be at a Bowles or a Trinity or one of these bigger powerhouse schools, and he'd even have more of a presence. Mm-hmm. But you know. And he might even have different numbers, but he's going to put up that same production value, in my opinion, no matter where he's at. He's just a baller. He's yep. a monster, and, you know, he, he's going to make his college decision in a couple, I think, next week. So he's going to he's gonna be another one of those guys who's going to make some college coach pretty happy guy because he's going to bring that level of energy to their program. Yep. All right, Sponge, your, next turn, your turn to throw out. I'm going to go with my guy who's probably not getting a lot of love. We talked about INTs, Shavaris Dumas from uh, – Palatka. Yeah, what eight, a turnaround. Eight, eight INTs. He uh he was an eraser back there in that secondary for those guys. And you know, anytime, you know, we say it before, like, okay, if you're if you're a lockdown defensive uh corner or safety, you know, teams are gonna shy away from you. But then there's always some guys who just find a way, find a knack to be around the ball at all times. Mm-hmm. He was that guy. He uh you know, anytime you can get eight double digit picks, you know, you're 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 making an impact on the defense, you know, forcing those turnovers and creating balls going the other way big so turnaround I, I loved his uh his uh, production this year for the palatka panthers i do a nice uh, turnaround season for patrick turney turner and the panthers my guy grayson howard yep i mean i think we both mm-hmm. have him on our list yep. and I, yeah. just the 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 trendsetter for for the jackson program totally he's like if if you're talking about two guys you would want to start like we just said Oral gray if you're going to start a, a mm-hmm. guy on offense and be your first pick Grayson Howard be your first pick on defense. Yes, sure. agree. So, all right, Sponge, throw out your next guy. Let's see. My next guy would have to be my boy. Talking about Jackson, he was there. I think their all-star athlete on offense. He kind of did it all. Fred Gaines. Mm-hmm. He was there, running back, the receiver, made plays, had over a thousand yards all purpose, ten plus touchdowns. You know, even on the flip side, he didn't play much defense this year, but he's a guy who can go guard your best receiver. Yep. You know, he's just. He's one of those guys, kind of like an Orel, just get him the ball, find a way to get him the ball, and he's going to make a play for you. Loved Fred Gaines. Last year he was so clutch in their turnaround uh, and getting to the playoffs, and Fred Gaines has just done it ever since he's been at Jackson. Love Fred Gaines. Love Grayson Howard. Two big guys on that Jackson team. My next guy, linebacker Jaden Robinson from Columbia. You know he's going to Florida. But, man, that kid's motor, like a like a Jordan Hall to me, Jaden Robinson never – stopped was so instrumental in that defense especially in the playoffs as they got to that uh, state semifinal round and just a great piece in that Columbia Tigers defense I know Amari Farrell's out there too he had four picks but Jaden Robinson to me was the heartbeat of that defense in Columbia definitely he was when you talk about Lake City and you talk about their defense you know there's not there's nothing more to say than that guy he just all over the field makes plays you know, creates turnovers. He's just a monster on the field, and he's going to UF, right? And yep. He's going to be a Gator. So, you know, I think he's going to be another one of those guys to watch out for in the years to come, too. That's Yeah, it's so good. I, a lot of defensive guys for me. I thought we had some really good ballers on that defensive side of the ball. All right, Sponge, definitely, your next throw definitely, out. Definitely. 
I got to throw out my boy, Mr. Do-It-All. See, I love these Do-It-All guys. Mm-hmm. You know? Devon Patterson, you're going to – he's he's got a little signing special coming up, uh, Wake Forest commit. Um, you know, he was instrumental in basically – like he's, he's in my opinion, you know, you talk about all around just players. You know, he can play running back. Mm-hmm. He can play receiver. He can play linebacker. He can play safety. He can play edge. He can rush – you know, he does it all. And he, uh, he basically did that again this year. He had over 500 yards on the ground. He had 13 touchdowns. He had a lot of yards receiving. He had tackles. He just and some of the he, games when you go watch, like he's another one of those airport guys. Yeah, I'll say it. You walk in, you're like, man, Devon. All right, this guy's well put together. And I, I saw him coming off the edge off of a blitz this year and just about decapitated the quarterback. Oh, he, he was he such will, a hitter. He's definitely going to stroke you. He's yep. going to drop that blade and he's going to you're going to feel it. Yeah, so like, he I, is. I just I love his. He's he's one of those high energy, high motor guys too. He he's not gonna say a lot. He's gonna be real quiet and he's just that's just his demeanor. But when you're on that field, you know that you can go to war with that guy and he's gonna bring it every play. Mm. Yep. So my last two guys I've got on here, both running backs, uh Cam Smith and Trayon Webb. Uh Cam Smith to me was maybe the maybe the second best back in the area this year. Um he and Lathan Biddle, I think, are in there. But what Cam Smith did over the course of his career was fantastic. Just a big play waiting to happen. 22-91 all-purpose yards, 22 TDs this year. And with Trayon, you know, the stats weren't weren't as impressive. He played in a two-back offense. and But to me, I look at a play like he had in that the regular season game at University of Christian. Trinity Christian needed a big play, and he goes 90 yards for a touchdown yeah. by yeah. trucking two defenders. Yeah, t- you, you send it, same guys are my last two as, as well. Cam was a beast at Baker. And like you said, Trayon. You know he's he had the probably some of the most pub mm-hmm. out of all of these guys. You know he's been a highly touted recruit since his freshman year. You know he's been you know Georgia commit, o- Oklahoma commit. Flo- now he's going to Florida. You know he's he's been on that map of that national you know landscape where everybody knows his name. You know so he's always got that target on his back. You know he's been injured a lot. You know throughout his whole time at Trinity. You know this year I think was his most health most healthy and. Yeah, I think what helped his health is the fact that you can run that two-back set so you don't get all those carries. But on the flip side of that, you say if you take away Darnell, say he plays for somebody else, Riverside, and it's just Trayon, you know, you give you give him those carries and you're talking he's about – He's a 2,000-yard back. Exactly. And he's, he's Derrick Henry numbers. Right. You know? And, you know, but I don't really think he needs – he doesn't need to be that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think that he basically – did what he needed to do, and, and he was always in a dependable, accountable guy. And like you said, when you need to make a play, rip one off on me, man. Go 90. And he did. And he did. He did that, that multiple times. And like I said, he's just – he's been just a really good player. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. And I'm looking forward to his, watching his career grow down, down yeah, the Yeah, I, I like Trey on he's, he's a physical guy. He runs well. He was healthy this season. And, yeah, Trinity didn't get back, get back to, to three-peat. But again, I thought Trayon was very consistent, and you know you're playing in a in a two back set, so your numbers are not as strong as they would be. Um, but Trayon, time and again, delivered for them. And same with Cam Smith at Baker County; he has just been phenomenal for his entire you know, you career know, there. You know what the crazy thing too about this list? You, you realize and I knew this going in. We didn't have any quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, and and there's there's a lot of good quarterbacks in a, in the area, but I don't think anybody put together that full. Like, man, this was just an unbelievable year. Now, right. there some good stats. You know, Hewlett down at uh, St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we know Tramel and Colin. But, you know, Stokes. Mm-hmm. You know, 
It just I felt like these were the yeah, best players. Yeah, and I'm the same. It, it, that's right. I, it, that's I, funny that I was wondering if we were going to have a quarterback on there. If I was, I thought about it, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I needed somebody to be like a Blake Boda. Yeah, you know, he threw for four thousand and fifty touchdowns. All right, he's on my list. Yeah, exactly. You know? So our guys, have, all those guys are young. That's the good part. They're all going to be. I think those are probably going to be our headliners going mm-hmm. into next year. But you know, I just thought it was funny that we basically yeah, and did I'm, have a QB. I I looked over the list last time coming through the list. I'm like, who would I put Tremel up here? Would I put Stokes up here? Um, I I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's so tough this year because there was no quarterback that really separated. I liked Riley Trillo from yeah. from Bartram. He's another one. Right um, there, yeah. But again, I think that Bartram offense was predicated on Lathan Biddle. Exactly. So. Again, what quarterback do you throw? And when we do our all news for Jack's teams, we'll we'll definitely have quarterbacks on there. Right, but right. I think the quarterback position was you had a lot of you had a lot of good guys this yeah. year, a lot of guys that are still a little, little bit young. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think we've we've got. Uh, to me, the the quarterback word is potential, um, and not. I, I don't think this year we were blown over by by any of these quarterbacks. Definitely, definitely agree. So that is it for a uh, pre Christmas holiday edition of our. Top 12 best players in the News for Jacks coverage area. For Sponge Franklin, Justin Barney, have a great holiday and catch us next year.